Hey, y'all. Welcome to Latte and Laundry. I'm Suzanne Bilodeau, and I am so honored to be with you here as we navigate motherhood, wifehood, sisterhood, and everything in between. This is a podcast for my fellow imperfect people who want to grow in greater communion with our most perfect God. So join me and my friends as we laugh, cry, dive deep, and explore with one another as we journey towards stilling our souls while moving our world. Hi, my lovely friends. Welcome back to another episode of Latte and Laundry. I am so excited to be back with you guys. It has been a few weeks since I've recorded an episode because I am getting over what is was some sort of viral something. And if you can tell, it's still remaining in my voice, though I feel much better. So I apologize in advance if I sound a little bit more raspy this week or if I'm harder to hear. Hopefully it will come through okay. But I just had some things that have been swirling in my heart. And to be honest, when when I don't get to record for a few weeks, sometimes in different seasons of my life in the last few years as I've done latte and laundry, there have been times, especially after my sixth born was born, where it was months that I did not record. And oh, my heart. It's so good for me to do this. And I just love walking alongside you beautiful women. And so um, for not being able to record the last few weeks, I've been missing it. So I'm glad to be here, even if my voice sounds like otherwise. Um, But I'm excited because today I want to talk about um, something that God has been swirling around in my own heart. And I think it might become clear as I open us up with our opening Bible verse. Uh, and then we will dive in. It's John 15, 2, and it says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that I'll be even more fruitful. Okay. It's this idea of being pruned. Let yourself be pruned. It's funny because my husband owns a landscaping business. And so I started as as God was like really moving with some of this stuff in my heart. I started asking my husband questions because um, I do not have a green thumb. Although if you came to my house and you saw the garden that we do, the vegetable garden we do, you might think I had a green thumb. I do not. I just work really hard to try to have vegetables thrive in my garden. My husband has the green thumb in our home. So I just do not have a lot of the knowledge he does in gardening and um, and such. And so I was asking him and just really curious about this idea of pruning. Why is it? I always find it wildly fascinating that when my bushes are growing big and heavy, that we, we prune them, we cut them back, we go deep and we cut things off. And I was trying to get a better understanding of this idea of pruning as a sense of something that God just kept putting on my heart of like, you, Suzanne, you have got to let me prune you. You have got to let me do this. So there are a number of reasons why we prune things that we do. One of the most obvious ones, especially for your amateur gardener like myself, is just for aesthetics. Cut it back. It's overgrown. Let's make it look more appealing, more beautiful. But the truest reason that we prune one of the most important reasons that we prune is for removal of dead, diseased, or injured plant parts, okay? Because removal of these weak parts help to minimize the potential for secondary or opportunistic 
pests. You guys, if this is not an analogy for our souls, I do not know what is. There's sometimes when we're going through things, when God reveals things to us, we can feel this deep pruning, this deep cutting off of the dead branches or diseased plants. And this is so important because even though it might be painful, when we leave on these really broken or um, wayward parts of our hearts, these hardened places within our hearts that maybe we have turned away from God and, and moving more towards the enemy, we're leaving a space and giving him a stronghold to move and take capture of our hearts in these unfortunately broken, dirty, diseased, dead places. And it's funny, I will be really open and honest here and, and probably more vulnerable than I usually am in just saying that there was an experience I had recently where I was just praying through some stuff really struggling with certain um, relationships in my life. Some places where I've had really big wounds, places where Jesus has really accompanied me and and consoled and comforted me and where I've moved through healing both in, in therapy and in spiritual direction and with Jesus himself. And I was really struggling over the last year or two of why I felt so incapable of almost I don't want to say moving on because we are forever changed in a way when we are wounded but sometimes those wounds can heal and can bring glory to God and we can become more beautiful with those scars than we were before but there was something inside me though I was tasting and feeling and knowing God's goodness that was struggling to release this grasp these wounds and these relationships had on my heart Almost felt, and I don't know if any of my listeners can relate, but almost like this one wound or this one relationship carried a darkness over it and over me, a weight, a heaviness that I just wanted to release this burden so bad. And it wasn't like anything with the person or the people continued to poke at this wound. This was a very just... um kind of experience where stuff within myself could not let it go even if I had worked on forgiveness even if I tried to move forward in these relationships there was this tight grasp on my heart and he revealed something to me that was pretty hard to look at if you don't know the grace and mercies of God he revealed to me that in this one particular way I struggled with a deep, hidden pride I was so not even aware of. And the pride came from the fact that on paper, through these experiences with these different relationships, one might say, well, obviously, Suzanne, wow, you were greatly wounded. You were greatly um, hurt and affected. How could they have done X, Y, Z to you? And... I really met Jesus over the years in this place of my pain and my hurt. And he comforted me. And I felt in in some of these experiences, I felt more joy knowing his love through these broken places than had I not had these broken places happen at all. So I felt more loved amidst the deep sorrow and grief and suffering than had I had not had the deep sorrow or suffering or grief in the first place. And so it wasn't like I didn't go through some beautiful movements in my heart through these crosses, through these relationships, through these wounds. But he, in the last chunk of weeks, has revealed to me, maybe it was my sickness, I don't know, but he has revealed to me how I was hanging my hat 
on a really sneaky place that the enemy kept, made, an, made an opportunity. He found the dead and diseased parts within my heart. He found the injured parts within me. And he took advantage. And he was that opportunistic pest that we try to remove when we or or um, leave no space for when we prune back our bushes and our trees and our plants and our garden he took advantage of it instead of just relying on the graces and mercies and comfort and consolation of Jesus himself there was something really sneaky going on inside my heart that I had no awareness of until the last few weeks and it was this idea that I was the good guy it was this idea that I could look, because on paper, most people seeing the situations would would probably say, oh no, Suzanne, I'm so sorry, poor you. And there was something in me that the devil was able to cling on to that I rested my heart in, instead of resting it solely on the sacred heart of Jesus, I rested in, my, in seeing through the lens of, well, I'm the good guy. They're the bad guy. They're the... Um, sinful ones. I'm the victim. And it wasn't this real, well, look at me, victim mentality. It wasn't as big as that. I didn't see the sneakiness of what was going on. And so when God revealed this to my heart and I realized, oh my gosh, I have had this pride in me of I'm the good guy. And I rested my identity in that in a way that was not of God. There was when I realized that and I came crying behind in front of the Blessed Sacrament about it and running to confession about it. There was something in me for the first time in forever that was released. There for, of some sort of forgiveness was able to happen. He revealed to me that, Suzanne, it doesn't matter what happens with these people on the outside. It doesn't matter if your relationship changes. If they come to you asking for forgiveness, that forgiveness can never come when you hold this light to it all when you have this um ability to claim yourself as the good guy you are losing sight of me and keeping your eyes on you and in that your heart will be locked up too tight to really be able to experience the grace and the peace that comes through forgiveness and it has wildly changed this dark cloud that I've felt has been carrying over me. And I'm sure these wounds don't go away. I am sure I will still experience some of the pain and the sorrow that comes from these wounds, these wounds that I've been healing and working through. However, something in me was released when I allowed Jesus to prune and to reveal myself to me. And I just think this is an invitation for all of us to allow Jesus to reveal our broken places because he doesn't do it in the shameful, judgmental um, tone that we might think, whether or not your parents were like that or you had coaches or teachers that spoke to you like that. This is not who our God is. He reveals them because he wants us to experience the peace and joy that comes through transformation of our souls, that comes through a pruned back bush that is flourishing and flowering, right? And when we're able to actually allow these things to be pruned, we are able to bear more fruit. Most of my listeners here are wives or mothers or working amidst many people on a daily basis. 
And if we want to bear fruit in all of those relationships and the apostolate God has called us to, then we have got to let him prune us back. And I'll tell you, I don't know if it's a grace and a gift I've been given by God, but when he reveals these dirty, broken places in my heart, these places that need healing and transformation, that need redemption, I don't feel shame. I don't feel dirty. I feel a sorrow for not knowing this was something that I was walking around with for however knows how long. But I actually feel like a, a great deal of joy. Like I'm overwhelmed to tears and joy and I'll tell you why. I'm not joyful I had this hidden pride. I'm not joyful I might have locked up my heart. I'm not joyful that I might have hurt people in the process of this, this ability to look at myself as the good guy. I'm joyful because I entered a new place of hope in Christ. Hope in knowing I can transform more. Hope in knowing I can love better. I can love him better, glorify him better, and thus love my kids and my husband and all my relationships better. I get excited when I see more places that I can continue to grow and convert and love. And so I just ask that if you're in a place where you're allowing God to prune you back, to transform you, to open your eyes to the things you might not have seen going on amidst yourself and your heart, to one, have tender and mercy and grace on yourself because he surely does. But to two, maybe enter it with a state of hope and grace and knowing that this only will lead you to more fruit, more peace, and more joy, right? Um, and one of the interesting things I was talking about with my husband was just this idea of, well, not only does, do, do we prune to get rid of disease and the possibility of pests and all these things and to remove dead branches, but we prune because by pruning, more more sprouts are able to emerge and more fruit is able to grow on the tree. And I just think that's so beautiful when we think about it because it can feel painful. We can be in a lot of tears when we experience God pruning us or cutting us back. You could say, what are you doing, God? Or you can experience that just like, I thought I was so far along. I was this tree growing, 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 but I didn't realize that you had more growth in store for me, more fruit in store for me. And so it could feel crazy that he cuts us back and cuts us down, but that's only because he knows the goodness that will come. And um, I was asking my husband, well, like, what is it? When does it make sense? Like, when is the best time to prune? And, and he was explaining to me that for most trees, the best time for major pruning is late winter to early spring because the wounds will close faster. Whereas if you prune in the late summer and early fall, it may also stimulate new growth. However, it has little time to harden before the cold winter comes. And I just had me really reflecting and praying. I'm like, God knows the seasons of our soul more than we do. We don't always know what's going to come in our lives or what tomorrow brings, but God does. We don't always know what the past has done in our hearts and souls, but God does. And so his timing, his plans for when we are pruned and when we need that cutting back is only for the greater of his divine providence, his will. 
his plans so that maybe those wounds will close up faster and maybe we'll be able to experience the fruit coming from more branches, more growth, and more, um, yeah, just ability to to bear more, right? Um, St. Thomas has this great quote where he says, when he's reflecting on this kind of God as the divine um, gardener and stuff, he says his interest in the good branches is to help them so they can bear more fruit. So he says, in every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. For if we are all well disposed and united to God, yet scatter our love over many things, our virtue becomes weak and we become less able to do good. This is why God, in order that we may bear fruit, will frequently remove such obstacles and prune us by sending troubles and temptations which make us stronger. Boof, Thomas Aquinas. So God just knows that we may be growing and want to grow wild and shoot out our fruit and our love everywhere we can. But sometimes God knows that in order for our virtue to be strong, in order for us to love well, then maybe he has to prune us up a little bit so that we don't go scattering our love and allowing our virtue to shrink because we're spread out in too many places, doing too many things, trying to be everything to everybody. So he prunes us back. And that might be a door that's shut. And you might have been pounding saying, why is this door shutting? And that might be God's providence in shutting that down, pruning back the opportunity for you to, your virtue and your love to be muddled because you're involved or experiencing too many things. Again, it all goes back, I feel like, to the series John and I did this summer. If you haven't caught up with that, you should catch up with that because I have heard from so many people how much it blessed them. And I know that book blesses me every single time I read it and in new and in beautiful different ways each time I go through it. Um, But I think, again, it all comes back to that surrender and that trust of knowing if doors are shutting, if he's revealing some of our brokenness to us. All of this is God's providence, not for us to become these perfect little robots, but for us to be able to receive and experience his love, his peace, his joy more beautifully, and thus our apostolate be a more beautiful witness of that to our husband, to our children, to everybody we encounter on a daily basis. So guys, I'm going to wrap it up there, but I'm actually going to continue next week it's kind of like a just a two-part mini series on the true vine um and so next week we will be talking about um abiding in the true vine so let me close this in prayer in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen lord i just thank you so much and praise you so much for knowing each of us so so perfectly and so uniquely and that you see us we are there's not an ounce of us that is unknown by you or a spot of us that is unseen by you and thus I praise you and I thank you for the pruning work that you do and you desire to do if only we would sit still and allow you to I pray that every woman listening here today every heart would be open to letting you do the pruning you desire to do 
because though it can be painful and though it can be hard to realize all the places that need cutting back all the dead parts within our hearts are the poisoned and diseased that it is through cutting them back and closing up those wounds and healing that we will be able to be the fruit bearers you desire us to be mama mary i ask for your intercession for all of us here with your tender goodness help us to receive the pruning with a gentleness of heart knowing god's mercies and his graces so that we don't hide away in shame but instead delight in knowing that he is just calling us closer and more intimately in union with him i ask all of this in jesus name amen in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen okay my lovely friends this has been a blessing as always again i apologize for the raspy heart i mean heart the raspy voice um i hope you're all staying healthy this fall Um, I would be so honored to connect with any of you. I just love to hear from you guys. It blesses my heart so much. As always, you can reach me at Suzanne at LatteAndLaundry.com. I do not have social media, so I am not checking any of that. Um, I don't have an Instagram account. I think I have a Facebook account, but I haven't been on it in forever. So if you want to reach me, Email is the best way to reach me. And as always, I love to hear from you guys. And if I'd be so honored and blessed if you wanted to leave a review or a rating um, because that's how it helps to just kind of spread the word about the podcast and get more women to walk alongside all of us as we journey towards stilling our souls while moving our world. Okay, friends, have a blessed, blessed day. Can't wait to see you next week. God bless. Thanks for joining alongside me today, friend. And if this episode or any of the episodes have blessed you, I'd be so honored if you shared it with a friend, rated, or left a review. And as always, you can connect with me at Suzanne at LatteAndLaundry.com. God bless.